like talks about loving bread for some reason. <laughs> Listen, they look like bread. I thought bread and tofu were mortal enemies. <laughs> yeah, tofu pupper. Which one is this one? <laughs> oh god, it's like the... Oh, it's one of those. <laughs> it's like those fucking, uh, the Shiba 7-Eleven commercials from in Japan. Oh. Softbank. So, oh, so, yes. Oh, Softbank commercials. Softbank. That's what that reminds me of. There's like a continuity plot to the SoftBank yes, commercials over there. Yes, it it's so weird. SoftBank has SoftBank commercials have their own lore. It's always a little bit shocking when you think about Japanese commercials and how there's an overarching story to some of them. <laughs> but so, they're so goddamn good. They're like nothing right now beats Long Man. Long, long oh. man. <laughs> that fucking story arc had the hardest twist I've ever seen. Can, can I just say that in like, in terms of media, for a period of time, for a period of like ten years, there, I was more interested in. Your, I found Japanese commercials better written than most TV shows here. <laughs> <laughs> There's a there's an ad for a goddamn Subaru and it made me cry. Oh, you, I think you've shown me this. the father and son ad. Yeah, and then the Toyota, the, the father and daughter, daughter ad? one. Yeah. Oh man, bald my eyes out on those. <laughs> my, my favorite one will always be Mercedes fucking sexy Mario commercial. <laughs> yeah. That is the best one. <laughs> one of the weirder crossovers I'd see. Uh, just the way he like elegantly gets out of that Mercedes, I'm just like, and he just gets hit by a goober and dies. Oh. Uh. Well, they had variants of that too because they had Mario, Luigi, and Peach. Oh, really? Yes. I only saw the Mario one. Yeah, no, they had variants of it where something happened to each one of them. Except for Peach. And they were all handsome as fuck, including Peach. <laughs> handsome feels like the appropriate word for how her makeup was done. Because they were... Do you remember that commercial? They, I'm not sure if I do, They actually. were a few steps from being JoJo characters. Now you're speaking my language. <laughs> Guys, have you watched JoJo yet? God. Is that my fucking JoJo reference? Fault JoJo reference. Hi, welcome to the podcast. It's not fault JoJo references. <laughs> yeah, so you, be if you so wanted you to. Be. <laughs> it's been... It actually hasn't been that much of a minute. No. no. We actually recorded last week. Yeah. Holy shit. Two, back to back? That's crazy for us lately. <laughs> Uh, hey Chris. Hi. It's been I've... a good minute since we had you. <laughs> yes. I don't know, Eve. I don't even remember when the last time. In a long we time. Recorded. Don't say it. All I all I knew is as soon as you posted in the group chat, it's like, hey, we're doing podcasts. I'm like, I should probably get on this one. Been <laughs> slightly like away from not AFK but AFL away from life. <laughs> yeah. I mean, aren't we all? No, what's up? How have you been? Good. Um, or better, I guess. Spooktober hit me really hard this year. Actually, there's a bunch of stuff happened. I won't get into it because a lot of it's just like family drama. 
Um, yeah, I don't know. Things have been pretty normal. Uh, playing Pokemon. Yeah, we talked about that a little bit on the way over here. Um, it's a game. <laughs> a game made for children. <laughs> and I bought it for $80. Oh, oh. Gotta love new Nintendo games. Oh, $80. See, but that's the thing, though. It's like Breath of the Wild, Super Mario Odyssey, uh, Smash Bros. All those games, I see the $80 price tag, and I'm not mad at it. Yeah. This game feels like a 50 to maybe a light $60 game. Not not an $80 game. They hyped the shit out of this one, too. Mm. Dang. I mean, it's probably the most divisive Pokemon game ever released. (laughs) Yes. But I think some people need to let Pokemon go. Yeah, <laughs> I'm a fil- I will admit I'm a filthy casual anyway, so yeah. I've noticed Same. like barely anything. Yeah. It's the competitive scene that's jumping in, and they're like the worst. Uh, you got rid of the some guy that's got max defense or some dumb shit, but like it's stuff like that's that. That's not that chuckle. Getting... <laughs> yeah, the gifts I've seen from it have been freaking great, though. <laughs> the, the gifts have all just been fantastic. It's like oh. Yes this and no. <laughs> Great. Because then on the one hand, it's like, this game is broken as hell. <laughs> and then on the other hand, it's like comedic genius at its like full potential. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, I don't know whether to bash this or like give it the kudos it deserves. I think probably the worst thing uh, about the game is if you're in the wild area and you're online, wow, is it chugging. It is. It feels like it's held together by duct tape and hope. <laughs> like, really? It is, like, a lot of drastic frame drops, a lot of slowdown. Uh, and it's because there's all these other players just, like, on the server, and they'll fucking just, like, disappear or go through stuff. My favorite thing is uh, Floating Steelix. And then also floating steel, <laughs> yeah. like spinning like a propeller in midair because for some reason, I don't know what happens. It happened to the Gyarados I saw too, but like they'll be Pokemon and they'll like, you know, float around or whatever and then they'll stop in a place and they will just pivot on like a single <laughs> spot. And it's the funniest thing. It's, it kind of reminds me of that. He's meme. using gyro ball. No, but it reminds me, <laughs> it reminds me of that meme of that lady who was getting air ambulanced out and she's like spinning. <laughs> it's, like, it's just Pokemon doing the same thing. And I'm like, so it, it's, it's real windy over there and they're just getting flung around. You, uh, you're reminding me of... Uh... Oh no, the train of thought's gone, but Oh no. Oh <laughs> left the station. It's yeah, it left without me. <laughs> Carry on. Uh I I, keep, I I saw when uh someone posted that and it was like a Gyarados and a spinning in the lake and uh they just put like a couple seconds of night of fire on it. <laughs> <laughs> it's not, like this sounds like um Okay, have you all played Goose Game yet? Yes. Good. So the fur like going into the garden when you can trap the gardener in like the endless loop of spinning around. That's what this reminds me of. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, but that's a that's a twenty two dollar game. I expect that from Goose Game. The, yeah, like you can you can tell that Game Freak were struggling on this one. You you can see the signs, Dang. but also a lot of the, like early leak stuff. I noticed 
it's not as bad as people wanted to make it out to be. Like, they're they're acting like this is the worst. Like, oh, look at this shadow. Look at this shadow that you look, won't actually know. Look, look at this missing animation. That's from a game that's still in beta. Yeah. Like, I think a lot of the... the early stuff was a bit overblown and a lot a lot of people were also accusing uh one of the uh the guys who got like uh leaked version of uh uh he may have had a mod on it that uh made it like worse oh, or that something made it worse. <laughs> but, like i don't know if there's any truth to that but i also wouldn't be surprised so the thing i noticed especially just like being one of the people that decided to go to the midnight launch for some reason but um Picking up the game and taking it home, I noticed there wasn't, like, a day one patch. No, yeah. So you, just, you just put it in. That go. makes that more suspicious that, like, that guy's game is, like, bugging out more. Because it's not like that. It's like, oh, people could be like, there'll be a day one patch and that will fix the problem that day. But there wasn't one, so it, like, it makes something like that way more suspicious to me. Yeah. yeah. I was also surprised by that. that. There was no day one, like, patch. That it was just, oh, you just go. Okay. Day, day one patches always kind of weird me out, though. But I'm still, like, in the mid-2000s of gaming before all that shit. I'm just so used to it at this point. That's really weird to me. Yeah. Like, I, I'm i currently undergoing two separate replays of Dark Cloud 2. <laughs> because I'm playing one by myself just to, like, power through, like, be overleveled all hell. And I'm playing one with Caitlyn. And both with, with each save... Oh, hey, let's just swap with the memory card. And then we just go. <laughs> Damn. That's, uh, uh, day one patches being expected are always weird to me. I think it was more like we just got used to them. Yeah, probably. Yeah. But I've been, I guess I have, like, I'm now. Yeah, back. you're. you're. I'm now back two generations. Yeah. You're technically caught up on the gens in Nintendo with everything else. Outside, like, PC. Every, everything else, everything else, and this is only applicable to me in this room. Okay, boomer. <laughs> uh, but I found, like, I found out boomer uh, means that uh, you see <laughs> something along the lines of like only only has ever dated the first person they held hands with and refuses to go to therapy. <laughs> I like that. But that was quite quaint for the definition of I like boomer. that. Oh, should I tell them about my uh, building a piece? Yes, yeah, okay. yes, dude. So, um, me and my brother sort of have a setup at home where um, we use, like, a, a Steam box to, like, stream his PC over to our TV so we can watch, like, YouTube or Crunchyroll or whatever the heck. Um, and the thing that sucks is he can't do anything on his computer while I want to do something else. So we wanted to build, like, an extra PC rig or, like, a little desktop rig. Uh, we found out my brother just has enough spare parts to make me, like, a full gaming PC, basically. Oh, and I'm using it for, like, YouTube and watching videos. Oh, wow. Oh, it's just what? ridiculous. Dang. Yeah, because we didn't even know. He um, he used to work at Best Buy, and this guy he used to work with, uh, his name was Keith. And he sold him, like, this janky rig for, like, $30. Oh, didn't know what components were in it. There was, like, a barely a motherboard or, like, a, I think it was, like, a 250 gig hard drive in it never tested it never did anything with it and then we just we took it this weekend and just like dug into it and we're like 
holy crap, we can, like, build this full rig out of just, like, spare parts lying around the house. That's, that's impressive. So, um, I have a sort of gaming rig slash expensive YouTube machine now. Expensive <laughs> YouTube machine? I mean, at least it came, at least, at least the stuff was free for you. Yeah, oh, so I guess the other half of it, too, um, I used to have a desktop of my own, but my brother took that and, like, completely tore it apart, and he never replaced it. He's like, oh. yeah, you're just shit out of luck. Like, you're never getting this back. And so I'm like, great, I don't have a laptop, I don't have a desktop, how am I supposed to do computer things? And then, like, like it's, that was, like, two, three years ago, so, like, getting so that return we're, now, we're now it's full just, circle. Like, Mwah, it's so satisfying. <laughs> You've come full circle. Oh. Uh. Yeah, I don't know. Catching up on TV shows. Oh my god. This week's Mr. Robot completely ruined me. And I will always talk about that show any moment I get a chance to talk about it. There were so many revelations and I'm like still emotionally just like broken from all of them. Uh, good show. Quality TV. <laughs> Anything else? I had homemade pizza buns tonight and they were ridiculously delicious because I got to choose my own toppings. <laughs> I have to pick stuff off and make whatever I want. It. Those are the best suppers. It's been forever since I had pizza bagels. I could use some pizza bagels. I know what I'm doing after this. Every time I see a Black Diamond Cheese commercial and they they, they their thing right now is um, having the chef in the in their pantry or fridge or whatever the hell and he suggested them pizza bagels like, oh, that looks good. And I just never go and do it. It is a lot of work. It's a lot of labor. Yeah, I mean, you got you got to open up the bagel, and then you got to like put the sauce on. You got to slice the bagel sometimes. Well, yeah, you, sometimes you gotta. That sucks. Uh, yeah, you got you got to put the sauce on, put the cheese on. Sometimes throw some feeling a little frisky. Throw some meat on there. It's a lot of work for a bachelor. It's a lot of work, but it's also worth it. It's very, very much worth it. I feel like satellite uh, companies for, like, TV should uh, spice up, like, regular TV channels by having, like, Fruit Gusher and, like, Fruit Roll-Up commercials just play randomly. <laughs> <laughs> just throwing a little spice there for your, your regular programming. Ty, what's new with you? <laughs> what does new with me? What was that someone was on? Like, four weeks ago? Yeah, something like that. Okay, so, I've got a month of shit. Kind of. Uh, I've got some personal projects started. Which I'm going to give you all a preview of so we can get some actual, like, general reaction. Ooh, okay. And, uh, hopefully... Come on, where is it? Okay. So, uh, here's personal project number one. Y'all know what that is. Mm-hmm. And y'all know... What that's going to become. Yep. Yeah. So, that's currently in process now, which is pretty sweet. I feel uh, having that pop up randomly on Facebook, though. That was cool. That was super cool. Just, it was just like, oh. Oh, it's still getting shit around like three months later. Oh, we're talking about my car, by the way. Yeah. Um, I put that, I put that manga, pie, that manga collage thing in my hood of Komi-san. And it's still getting shared to this day. It's been three months. I'm actually pretty impressed by that. Um, I've got another side project on the go, which involves hopefully the side of the car. And I can show you another rad preview. 
not preview, but it's more of what I can expect when it's done. Oh. Oh, yeah. There it is. Neat. So we will see. He, uh, he works at a, a whenever his creative flow functions, so whatever. It's also winter, so I don't really care. It's too bad Reddit doesn't pay you for, like, per upvote. On like a photo or like, share on like a photo or something. You get Reddit gold, which you can cash in for money. Reddit credits. Reddit credits. Yeah. Reddits. Reddits. Goku. <laughs> Goku um, confirmed for Smash. There yeah, we go. There we go. Oh, Lord, figuring it out. Um, what else has happened? Uh, about to wrap up school. Two weeks, three weeks away from that, which is nice for the semester. Trying real hard not to think about Christmas, because it's mid-November. Sure don't feel like mid-November. I know. It feels like, it feels like March right now. March, April. I'm, I'm, I'm waiting for the terror got... of January and February <laughs> I'm to glad creep got in. A preview. <laughs> uh, that's, been, that's been weird. It's been weird driving around my cars, my cars stay clean. I feel like I should take my car to the wash. You yeah. probably should. Yeah. Except your car, you can't really tell because it's fucking tan. Yeah. I mean, you can kind of tell right now because there's like <laughs> shine and then matte. matte. <laughs> what color is your car? Dirt. <laughs> um, I know mudden. <laughs> mudden in my Civic. <laughs> Imagine jacking up the Civic. Please don't. Actually, no. Please do. That'd be fun. That'd be that'd be fun. I'd be talking to town. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna find Isn't like fucking abomination driving around. No, you just gotta find a uh, a CRV to gut. I mean, you just mate the cars together and they'll work eventually. Um, no, I'm still looking at. I finally started looking at houses again. Oh, okay. So, uh, that's. I think my I think my goal is gonna be next fall actually be into a house um so that'd be nice um on the flip side of that i've also been looking at cars again so <laughs> I, i'm going three years no ahead. don't do it <laughs> I'm, going, I'm going three years ahead of my planned schedule because i want to have i want to have it so i'm into a house and then when i finally settle into that house i go buy a toy i go buy a really dumb toy so already, here, here's the important question uh, how big's the garage? Two car? It better be two car. It's probably gonna be one, but... Yeah. Actually, that's not the question I was expecting you to ask. Well, it's the question you expected. What color is the S2000 gonna be? <laughs> oh. <laughs> Answer? No, I don't think I'm gonna buy another S2000. If I do, it's gonna be the last one I buy ever. And so I gotta make that purchase count. Uh, I was looking at Integras, actually. Oh, okay. I was looking at old Integras, because they're apparently, like... Half the price of S2000s. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, I can do that. I can afford that. That'll be a later thing, though. Um, Started back on rounding up the trip to Seattle, too. Oh, sick. Nice. So I think that's going to be a fun thing. Here to Seattle. Spend no more than 72 hours in Seattle. <laughs> drive, up, drive back up to Canada. Um, spend the week in Calgary. And then... It... Did I tell you about how this lined up? I think... I think he did. Oh man, it's weird because so Weekfest Seattle is June twenty eighth, and Gambate is July fourth and fifth. 
So I'm just going to make this all work where I go to go to Weekfest, finish up down there, rip back to Calgary, go hang out with like Calvin and Birdie and all them for a week, and then drive to South Dune for, for likely tabling a convention. Fuck. <laughs> oh, it's going to be fan-fucking-tastic. Oh. I should let them know I'm doing that, actually. That'd be fun. You might, well, might want to do that. Well, no, because... Spoilers. They're probably going to have a booth at Gamate. But only one person could be running it. Yeah. I just offered to like bring up their supplies. Because they, they print everything in Calgary. Yeah. I should just <laughs> offer to bring up their supplies. I was like, oh, that works. We'll see. Um, yeah, no, not much else. New work, as always. School, as always. I'm t- really tired. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You can hear it in my yeah very yeah. <laughs> very coarse voice. Uh, yeah, uh, I'm trying to do car things. I'm trying to do game things every now and again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> trying to do wrestling things every now and again, which goddamn it, Wednesday nights. My bad. No, whatever. Uh, I, I usually just read the recaps of AEW now anyway, so. Yeah. If I'm home, I'll watch it. Daily Savings Time kind of screwed that schedule up. A little bit. Just a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Lindsay. Uh, let's see. What have I been doing? Um, Work. <laughs> work, 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 work. Um... I fell down an isekai rabbit hole, and now I'm like, I need to make my own because this genre is... Begging for something. Yeah, because, like, I think so, it's going through a similar cycle, like some trends in so, fan fiction. hold on, hold on. Is the next episode of Not If I Reboot You First just going to be about the entire genre of isekai? I don't know, but we might... We've... Tanner and I have talked about Isekai a couple times (laughs) in regards to some of the properties where we're like, yeah, this is like proto Isekai, like back in the day when it mostly happened to like female characters. (laughs) (laughs) And it was lit as fuck. But like nowadays it's. It's funny when you look back on it, like a really good chunk of anime. Or Isekai. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Well, no, and even if you think about, like, Western fiction or even, like, English yeah. fiction, Most of a lot is of it is Isekai. Like, yeah. Alice in Wonderland, Wizard of Oz, um, Narnia. The Last Samurai. Yeah, Narnia. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah. <laughs> Dare you talkers? Exactly. Dare you talkers? <laughs> Martin Scorsese's Silence is an Isekai. <laughs> <laughs> Two priests go to oh. Japan. <laughs> it's oh, <four> Lord. <laughs> yeah. Dang. Uh. <laughs> it's the Matrix technically one. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Oh, God, it is. Well, okay, no, because it's like, it's saying... Nerve gear. <laughs> it's like the opposite, because it's like, usually the point of an isekai is like, from the real world to this, it's the opposite. We're taking you out of the fictional world and bringing you back to reality. Yeah. Okay. You know what? Well, yeah. Stand back to reality. You, 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 still count, you can still count that as an isekai because 
the end plot of most isekai is to get back to your own world. Unless, you're, unless you're fucking... Unless the character fucking died or something, but still. Yeah. <laughs> Samurai Jack's mom. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Gotta get back. Mm, Samurai back Jack's to... time travel. Yeah, I don't know if that's I mean, like... kind of. Yeah. <laughs> what else? Yeah, we're stretching so, the definition a little bit. On and, like, when it comes to isekai, I do think that the further backwards or forwards in time a character goes, the more alien the world is... Like, one of my favorite manga of all time, which should have gotten an adaptation, dear God, uh, Red River. Uh, the main character... Never say never. <laughs> That's true. Uh, the main character gets set back to, like, the height of the Bronze Age in into the Hittite Empire. And I would say, like, going from 90s Tokyo to Hattusha circa 1350 BCE? Yeah, it's a different world. Yeah. And there's, like, a little bit of magic involved, so, yeah, because, well, the, the whole thing was she got pulled through a puddle by her future evil mother-in-law. Fuck. <laughs> to sacrifice her to dark gods so that she could poison the other princes in line for the throne of Hati. Yeah. Sounds like a goddamn ride. Yeah, that was, like, the first chapter. <laughs> Hot start. Yeah. Hey. Hey, that show that was playing at club, was that music guy? What show? I don't remember. The one I walked in for and then I left shortly after. Oh, um, one of them was. Like, the one with the cute girls. Yeah, that one is. Was that music guy? Uh, yeah, yeah I think that um, guy. high school overachiever dies. Oh, that thing, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. That was. What, what is happening with the draw bucket? I, I, I tried rigging it the week that we had to like cancel club because we couldn't get people there uh well then i guess austin went to the well and gave us probably some of the worst shit possible that wasn't even like roastable because it's not even entertaining enough because I, I i remember walking in sitting down for like half an hour and i was like i'm bored i'm going to walmart to play hot wheels <laughs> i wish i joined you <laughs> well i joined you for houston's after that so but yeah, I yeah. came up with an idea that would involve planetary romance. I also went down. I've been dipping in and out of Warhammer lore. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. What's the uh what's the YouTuber you've been watching that like explains a bunch of lore um, of properties? Uh there's Templin Institute. Uh they're really good. Um and Two other YouTubers I watch are uh, Hello Future Me, which is uh, more breaking down the mechanics of storytelling. So he'll talk about, like, uh, how do you write good, um, complex villains? How do you use your uh, world's geography to influence the uh, history and, like, how stuff works within your world? That sort of stuff. Like, really getting into the minutia. And then there's Overly Sarcastic Productions, where you have Red, who talks about uh, fictional tropes. Uh, she recently put up an episode about nemeses and how that all breaks breaks down. Using a lot of She-Ra references, because... <laughs> every time I see stuff about She-Ra, I'm like, I need to actually sit down and watch this. It looks really good. Are you talking about the new? Yeah, the new She-Ra. I've seen clips of it. It does look good. Yeah. 
Like, I heard that there was some problems with the animation, but the story itself sounds really good. I don't know if I, like, when I was a kid, I, like, hardcore sucked on batteries or something, but I definitely remember thinking that She-Ra was Xena, Warrior Princess. And I don't know why I got those two properties mixed up, because, like, as an adult, I'm like, no, these are not, I mean, <laughs> these are not even remotely in the same thing. I, I mean, if you, like, look at it with, like, Squinted eyes. <laughs> sure, they're they're kind of similar. Warrior like, lady. It's like it's like yeah. if you look at someone with a clouded mind. Yeah, they can see the. Community. I definitely remember being like seven or eight and being like, "That's senior warrior princess." I'm like, no, that's she wrong. Because <laughs> you're not. You're not that right. So yeah, uh, Red does that. She also does. Um, uh, she goes. She does like quick recaps of mythology and various pieces of fiction. Like they do a Halloween episode. This year was Doctor Jekyll and Mister Hyde. Uh, she did a big twenty-seven minute long episode about H.P. Lovecraft's work. Jeez, he was racist by that time period standards. But at the same time, he seemed very misanthropic and just did not want to go outside at all. <laughs> Kind of like I did a deep dive on, um, just because the new HBO's Watchmen is out, I've been, like, rereading it. And I did a deep dive on, like, Alan Moore's stuff. He's, like, hardcore into, like, witchcraft and yeah! stuff. To the point where it's a little scary. He's, like, he's a little cuckoo. Like, I love the stories that he has, but I like League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. It's yeah. still, like, one of my favorite things. But <laughs> I watched a bunch of YouTube, like, interviews with him, and I'm just, like... I don't know what happened to you since the 80s, but you have just, like, was that always there? Has it gotten progressively worse? <laughs> I think it's the magic. Magic makes you weird and insufferable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Listen, I watched Voltron. <laughs> I saw what happened when they tried, when they were hanging out with that magic rock shit. <laughs> they all went nuts and became, like, liches or something. Yeah. So, the other side of... Uh, overly sarcastic is blue and he does history and philosophy and that's really fun because he is such a fanboy for venice and greece and it's just he fellow historian who loves something uh and then he introduced me to uh jack rackham who is a history youtuber who does like really quick like five minute episodes about various famous historical people and a couple of incidents uh Jack did an episode about Yan Van Leiden and the time um, a apocalyptic Christian communist death cult took over the city of Munster in the 1500s. <laughs> yep. <laughs> but why? <laughs> How do you respond to that? <laughs> I thought Heaven's Gate was weird enough. Uh, dang, that kind of takes the word. <laughs> Yeah, that lasted all of they a also year. Nudists? <laughs> I, well, one guy had a revelation and then ran around the city naked. <laughs> all right, no, I'll take that. I'll take that. He's like a, a modern day whoever that guy was that did that Cody twenty twelve campaign. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that dude! Oh, he went nuts. <laughs> Sorry, not a modern day version. I guess a past version yeah. of that. <laughs> yeah. He, th- that guy is the modern day version of <laughs> Yeah, Ben Lydon. Yeah. Oh, oh, damn. I, I remember seeing those stories pop up in the middle of lunch at high school. <laughs> and everyone was like, oh my god. Because like the day after that video dropped, 
we got shown it in fucking class. And it's like, look at this thing. This is a big deal thing. And it's like, what, two weeks later or something? Or a month later, that thing popped up? <laughs> and I was like, oh my god. I remember a friend of mine at the time, I think it was in 2014 or like 2015, she's like, so did we catch Coney? <laughs> <laughs> Another really good episode from Jack Rackham is about Innocent the Third, who was the genocidal pope. Mm. Um, yeah, this one is notable for like the Third Crusade and trying to take out the Hohenstaufen family. And we will take Jerusalem. <laughs> and uh, basically being genocidal against other Christians. Yay! Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> Christianity is fucking stupid. History is violent. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Ali, always the bridesmaid, never the prophet. <laughs> <laughs> Ali was the uh, son-in-law of the prophet Muhammad. Praise be unto. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's still one of my favorite cards. Cards can't be made. It's just the uh, Muhammad. Praise be unto. <laughs> Praise be. Uh, You've also been playing a lot of Pokemon. Yeah, because I bought a Switch and Pokemon (laughs) Shield, and Ryan was surprised that I decided to go with Shield instead of Sword because... Listen, there's there's supposed to be a system here. We're siblings. We live in the same house. We need to buy the opposite game. Did y'all both... Oh god! I already bought Shield. I I I didn't know. I wanted Cotton Candy Ponyta. Yeah, I could have traded you it. But, but I wanted to find the magical ponyta by myself, okay? Fulfill- so now I'm out of far-fetched. <laughs> <laughs> no. Damn. Literally, while I was playing it, every time I'd get notifications that somebody was turning it on, only one of my friends has sword. Everybody else's shield bros. <laughs> what the fuck? It's like- because cotton candy ponyta. Dang. Actually, most of my friends have had like, sword. It's like, so it's like, like shield I'm gang, rise up. Let's go beat the shit out of fucking <laughs> sword boys. <laughs> they can't kill us if we keep deflecting their sword strikes. <laughs> Rising of the shield hero. Uh, oh, man. It would be better than that. It though. would be better than that. Yeah. Um, oh, what the fuck? Yeah. So, I actually haven't gone that far because I have a uh, nine to five job. <laughs> And I don't think my bosses would appreciate me, you know, playing Shield. <laughs> yeah. What gym are you at? Uh, I got past the third, and I am walking my way to the fourth. Okay, so I guess you two are kind yeah, of we're kind of. I just beat yeah. the fourth one, and then I put it down. I'll probably pick it up at the weekend. Yeah. Mark, so. Yeah, because that's about the only time I can actually play this. <sighs> Because my evenings are for me. Otherwise, they're filled up with tabletop games and podcasting. Oh, my God. Oh, September, there was just, like, I had something every evening. And I am like, I need a break. Hey, welcome to what it's like being me. Yeah, yeah my November definitely slowed down to, like, a grinding hole. But, like, at least September and October were, like... You're gonna do this. You're gonna do this. You're gonna do that. Yeah. Oh, hey, this family stuff happened. This family stuff happened. Oh God! Like the day of the election was also a day that Tanner and I were supposed to podcast, and we had a guest. And I was just like, you know what? No, I'm tapping out. I'm about to die. <laughs> yeah. You. 
The listeners do not want to hear me get snappy, so, yeah. <laughs> I guess I'll take the baton yeah. here. Yeah. All right. Uh, I got a report on some things. Uh, that being, I have acquired Disney Plus through an agreement with one Mr. Austin. <laughs> <laughs> and, you, and you didn't get hacked? No, I didn't. <laughs> I'll, 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 that's up to him. That's up to him if he gets hacked. <laughs> I'm just leeching off of it. <laughs> Uh, so, I haven't, like, sat down and watched a whole bunch of stuff, but last night, uh, me and some friends, we watched A New Hope. Okay. Uh, for, for, uh, funsy reasons. Yeah. Uh, because one of our friends, uh, Emily, she hadn't seen it. Oh. <laughs> so we're like, alright, get in here, we're watching, we're watching episode one, the greatest episode. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, every complaint I've heard, like, you and uh, Tanner Wage about just the dialogue. Yeah, no, it's still that bad. Yeah. It is still George the Lucas worst part. knows that he can't write dialogue. But we were also discussing how, like, you know, the, the kid is actually not that bad because he plays the part, like, how an actual kid would play the part. Yeah. Like, yeah, you walk in, he's going to tell you how he's got a pod racer 15 times. Because <laughs> that's how a, a eight-year-old works. <laughs> that doesn't exactly work, doesn't work well on a script, though. I know, but I mean, like, I, I, I think that actually kind of works okay. in the context of, this is a child. <laughs> this kid feels like a child. Fair enough. Not like a manufactured kid who <laughs> is reading off the script. He's just like, nah, yeah, he's, he's, has, he's doing good. He, he's actually yeah, like fine. it feels weird when kids have like dialogue that's way too clever for them. Yeah, unless that's how the character's designed. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I only forgive that film because it was actually shot on, like, actual film stock, not digital, like, the next two movies he would have directed. Mm-hmm. So, like, yeah. that's the only redeeming fact for me <laughs> out of all of that movie. And, like, and Darth Maul. I yeah. love Darth Maul. Yeah, Darth Maul. I forgot he talks. <laughs> <laughs> I did, too. I, I was like, that. wait, you have lines? <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit, you can talk? <laughs> yeah, it, like, and... No offense to Ray Park, but, like, he would have been better silent. <laughs> more, I think that would have gave him, like, a weird amount of depth as a character. Yeah. Somehow it's like, he never talks. That's really interesting. It's <laughs> unsettling, and it works. But then, that I guess that kind of leads into The Mandalorian now, because, like, he's all silent and, like, not talking. So, <laughs> I'm also here to report The Mandalorian's great. It okay. is actually awesome, because... He sucks at his job. <laughs> he fucking sucks. He doesn't have a name. He's just the Mandalorian. And he just like gets beat up and like thrown around all the time. What? So, Sorry, go on. Is he an actual Mandalorian? He's or? an actual Mandalorian. Okay. He's a part of that whole Mandalorian society. Like yeah. he hangs out with other Mandalorians and like it. Like, it kind of feels like he's the loser of the bunch, even though he's he probably thinks of himself as, like, this huge badass. <laughs> and, like, I'm stoic, so I don't talk that much, unless I have to. So, so is, the, is the show, how was the show designed? Is it designed as a genre-wise? 
Uh, there's parts of it that feel very western almost, like oh, he's like the that. he's like the Arizona Ranger. Like if oh. you could almost feel like you could throw in Marty Robbins in the background <laughs> and it would fit. <laughs> okay, I can get on board with that. Yeah, they um, the interesting thing is they without going into spoilers, kind of yeah, fall exactly. hard on this one. Like for that for the big sort of thing of that show. Uh, they kind of fall back on like this old western um, trope that are, is in a bunch of western shows. Yeah, and it's it's not bad what they're doing with it, but I really appreciate that because it kind of again ties it back into like this formula that people know really well and can get behind a lot easier. Yeah, like I, I I like to think people generally kind of like westerns. They're a cool genre that in this day and age doesn't get as much play. So having this kind of a Space Western. Yeah. It's like a... It, the, he kind of feels a little bit like Spike, but I was gonna say, a little I was going to say, is this goddamn Cowboy Bebop? It's a bit Bebop. No, Except, because I feel like Spike was more of like a smartass. Yeah, Spike. Whereas, yeah, Spike, like... <laughs> except the Mandalorian The Mando is sort of more like... Oh, I'm cool. I stare off in the distance. Oh, I wear a helmet. You can't see my real identity. Oh, like <laughs> that uh, kind of thing. Yeah, and, and then, like it almost feels episode comedic. two gets flung in the mud, and you're like, <laughs> it's oh, like, what? Oh, <laughs> fuck, I, I hate coming here. <laughs> so it's, it's Cowboy Bebop except instead of Spike, it's Squall from Final Fantasy VIII. <laughs> <laughs> close. Any, I'd say that's kind any of any silent main character of any video game. You've yeah, ever played. <laughs> basically. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Baby Yoda. Oh yeah, Baby Yoda is also kind of hilarious because it's like it's fifty years old, but he's like spoilers, <laughs> guys. Uh, I mean, everyone's posted about Baby Yoda. Spoilers. I, I've, I've seen, I don't know if it's actually Yoda. I don't think they've even said that that's actually Yoda, or like there's only I, they don't even have a fucking name for that goddamn. I know. I've heard it referred to as the Wee Baby Yeed. <laughs> That's all I've gotten from it. I've also heard Kush. <laughs> no, it's it's super cute, and then you see it eat a frog whole, and you're like, oh, okay, all right, yeah. That, that you know what that 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 works with this setting. Uh, the Jawas are hilarious as normal. <laughs> When, like, the Mandalorian's going back to his fucking ship, and there's just a Jawa fucking tower of power stealing his stuff, and like, fuck, you can, you can feel the, like, oh, god, damn it. I like, I like how, like, the Jawas have created, like, I don't want to call it a religion, but, like, Sort of this obsession with the egg. Yes, and the, like egg. Chanting they chanting the egg. They chant the egg. <laughs> they want the egg. Give us the egg. <laughs> it's hilarious. Like the show's a lot funnier than you would think by like some of the trailers. Maybe I didn't even watch any of the trailers, so I can't make any sort of call the, on that. that that's the but, thing. Like, is that I wasn't. I didn't watch the trailer. And I have no, I have no idea what to expect. Yeah, but from what you're telling me, it's, I can get on board with this. Like it's I, enjoyable because it it doesn't feel, and it's also set like I think after the fall of the empire, because like the Mandalorian like like offers like or uh, no, he's given like imperial uh, credits, and he's like. This shit don't mean nothing. <laughs> this is like fucking. Uh, <laughs> What what was the currency in uh, Do- uh, Marx? Marx. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Deutsch Marx. Yeah, Deutsch Marx. 
It's like, this is like fucking Deutschmarks. This is a fuck. This is like like one of this. My gun is worth like a billion. <laughs> I kind of both love and hate that because I wish parts of me are like, okay, it makes sense. You got to tie it into like the the main story. Series, yeah. But at the same time, I'm almost like, why wasn't this you know sort of like a more old Republic story or further yeah, down the line, like, even past episode nine kind of thing? Like, I hope that with this this coming Star Wars movie that. The Skywalker story ends and for no. good, and nobody touches that era, and just like treats the past. Couple thousand, ten thousand. You have the whole year, old republic, years? yeah, to work around with. You have new stuff you could do, yeah. Post, yeah. post that, and <laughs> the galaxy is huge. Like, there's parts. It's a whole of- universe. Well, you could do so much. Yeah, like even just the galaxy alone, there's parts called the unknown regions, which are really hard to explore, and people don't really go there all that you often. Know, idea. You know what you could do? You could do what I wanted uh, uh, Fantastic Beast to be, and you're just like, oh, you're just some, uh, you're just following some researcher going around the outer rim yeah. into these unknown areas in the galaxy. You. You could do so much. There's so many creative minds that could work with. Well, that. I know, and like, if you wanted to, I know a lot of people with the prequels that like we really hated the political stuff. But I'm like, maybe it's because they didn't have enough time to actually app- if that was appropriately focus on that. Do something, do something like suits yeah. in the Star Wars universe. Would that not be interesting to see? Like, how does all the inner workings of this stuff work? And yeah, like, <laughs> like yeah, that was the biggest problem with the prequels is that there was such a focus on the political side but when not enough there was not room, enough but not like yeah <laughs> like if it was all that it probably would have been better but then you but you also need a Star better Wars action and all that you also yeah. need like an airtight script for that yeah <laughs> so not george sorry. yeah sorry george <laughs> Uh, yeah, George had to relearn that he's lesson. He's rolling about... around on his four point four billion dollars. <laughs> <laughs> he, he has no like, say. He's like Scrooge McDuck right now. Uh, it's like a pile of leaves to him. <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, what what do we call it? Uh, a New Hope actually still kind of like looks good. Uh, if you didn't play the new Star Wars Battlefront, because they uh, was it Naboo. That they're on for most of it, well, for yeah, a bunch of it, yeah, yeah. Like they uh, they remade Naboo in uh, the new Star Wars Battlefront game, and it looks incredible. Do you mean, do you mean Phantom Menace instead of a New Hope? Yeah, New Hope is a Phantom Menace. That's <laughs> what I was meant to say. I was about. Oh my god! Okay. I was about to drop the whole so, McClunky controversy that's come out recently with so, like. I, I was kind uh, of wondering, a New Hope was that one okay? <laughs> Was that one good? No, I I got my wires crossed there. You did, dang. Okay, okay no, can I, can we talk about the episode one? It's the fourth one, and that's <laughs> the first one is the fourth episode. Since you mentioned you. a new hope, though, can we talk about the McClunky controversy? No. Did you know about this? No. I okay, didn't. so in Star Wars: A New Hope, um, there's the famous scene: Who shot first, Han or Greedo? Yes. And I guess seven years ago. George Lucas made another edit to that movie <laughs> in that scene where I guess before Greedo shoots it or whoever initiates that gunfight, Greedo says something along the lines of McClunky 
and then they play out the scene, which they think is a justification for the weird CGI head move that Han Solo does now in that one edit. Because it looks weird as hell. Yeah. But now they're like, oh, it makes sense because he was preemptively, like, told that, like, oh, something's gonna, like, a conflict's gonna initiate here. So, like, he would have known to do that. It just makes the whole thing way worse. <laughs> um, honestly, I don't know why... I don't know. It's weird because I guess this is the first time this version is being streamed or distributed in any form. And everybody is like, you've already edited the scene to hell and back. Why would you add a line of dialogue to the whole thing? And then I guess the word McClunky is something Sebulba said in episode one to Anakin or something. It's. Some Star it's, Wars fans have too much time it's on their hands. The weirdest edit for a scene that just should. People should just be over and just yeah. not even care at this point. <laughs> so, People yeah. really liked Greedo for his five cents. <laughs> Man, I, I'm the biggest Greedo fan. I have all of his books. All none of them. <laughs> Unless there is a Greedo Legends book. I don't fucking know. No, I don't think so. I'm making it. <laughs> like, at this point, you can't even, like, pick sides of the argument. Greedo shot first, Han shot first. It's like, I don't care. I want to watch the rest of Star Wars. Thank you very much. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm done I... with it. Greedo shot first. Roll credits. <laughs> I am like, Star Wars nerds, please be quiet. I'm trying to... <laughs> you know what? The fandom, the Star Wars fandom reminds me of that scene in Band of Brothers in the first episode where they're watching the movie and Luz is being a pain in the ass. No, that's in episode... Oh, episode two. Six. That, 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 that was the end, near the end of Crossroads. What, when they were in the movie theater yeah. waiting for D-Day? No. Like, that was when, that, that uh, in the movie theater, uh, Garnier, is, that's when he like, pulls out the letter. It's in, oh, okay. It's when they're watching the John Wayne. I'm pretty sure it was a John Wayne movie. It was some that. old, some movie. old movie, which might have been a John Wayne movie because he says John Wayne got me in the costume department's got me in the <laughs> navy yeah. whites. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think? You're like, shut, shut up. up. <laughs> I've seen this movie fifteen times. <laughs> well, uh, I have it. Yeah, that's at yeah. like the end of Crossroads. Okay. Cause then, cause then the guy, the the corporal comes in and is like, "Yeah, Germans broke through the line. You idiots got to go fight them." <laughs> like, what? Okay. Oh, okay. Well, anyway, we can pass this canceled. <laughs> yeah. So my point being, there's certain Star Wars fans who are like Luz, and then <laughs> I'm like, "Shut up! I'm trying to watch this." <laughs> I've seen this movie four thousand times, <laughs> and I haven't. Uh, but yeah, also every scene with Jar Jar is a pain. It is just not funny. None of them are funny. It's just, oh man. Oh. I feel so sorry for that actor. Yeah. That guy got a rough, rough deal. And he's also just incredibly racist. <laughs> I really hope in episode nine, because there's all this stuff with like Darth Ray, I really hope that's a force vision, but she's like kind of in like a cult circle and there's a bunch of figures in hoods. Mm -hmm. And then we get a bunch of like, what if fake Darth members and like one of them's Darth Jar Jar? Like people, are like, <laughs> and it's just it's a dream sequence, right? It means nothing, but it's like, wouldn't it be funny if? <laughs> and that's why she's in the rose because she's also a part of like the dream sequence. Misa going to kill you. Oh, my God. Wake up. <laughs> Whoa. 
You shouldn't have eaten those mushrooms. What even was that? (laughs) I hate that race. I'm glad they're dead. (laughs) Could be like in the Mandalorian where they're spit roasting, um... What's that? Uh, uh, I forget what it's called. But... Salacious crumb or something. Yeah. yeah, that thing that hangs out with the. Uh, I think everyone's like, no, oh! no, let me out. <laughs> That's what I thought they were gonna do. Oh, they did that with the porgs. Yeah, in episode eight. Yeah, they, they eat a porg. <laughs> uh, Even though they're the cutest puffin aliens. Listen, they're an invasive species <laughs> and <they> must die. <laughs> they can't be as bad as geese. Uh, I don't know. They're probably tasty. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Mandalorian's great. A New Hope is not as bad as people like to make it out to be, but man, that dialogue is terrible. You did it again, You did Ron. it again. <laughs> Fuck! <laughs> I hate Star Wars! <laughs> Episode 1! Episode 1 is the one I'm talking about! I'm glad you, you pointed it out. Oh... I don't care for I I know cl- the Clone Wars and fucking Revenge of Sith. Those are the only ones that really matter. <laughs> yeah. Uh, go go watch the Clone Wars animated so series. It's actually not it's the best one. Yeah. <laughs> it's actually, actually not garbage. The which one are we talking about? The Andy Tarkovsky one or uh, both of them? Oh, both of them are actually yeah, they're both good. actually really good. There's just a lot of like character building. I actually don't mind Ahsoka in those. She's actually kind of an interesting character. But yeah. Uh, but also I play Pokemon. I play a bunch of Pokemon. Yeah. Uh, I think it's alright. It's okay. If I were to give it like five stars, I would give it three. Nice in the middle. Right, nice right, and average. It's right in the middle. Uh, the characters are pretty alright. I like the gym challenge uh, overall. Uh I haven't Dynamaxed in an actual like gym battle at all because I refuse to use that system, oh. except for uh, during raids because you kind of have to if you want to win it. Uh, yeah, no, I just bought the Dynamax thing. Hmm. I hate it. <laughs> I just in my I guess my playthrough of it, I've just noticed that like the gym leader is always for sure the last Pokemon. Yeah, last Pokemon team, they will. They yeah. Dynamax, so I'm just like. Eh. Game recognized game. I'll just use the Dynamax mode. Like, yeah. I think it's just a bigger flex. Like, <laughs> I beat you, and you, I didn't even have to do that shit. You suck. <laughs> uh, pretty much all the gym leaders I like. They're all pretty great. Yeah. Uh, there's nice Mills. Design. That's nice. What? <laughs> <laughs> what? There's milfs. Not paying attention. Yeah. No, 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 you guys. Zero out of ten game. I didn't get to battle the queen. <laughs> <laughs> Just has a yamper and like something else. Oh, yeah, I, I think, think the the regional professor is based off of the queen, but yeah. the the fairy gym leader, from what I've seen, she looks just like. Well, not just like she looks like a mix of the Witch of the Waste and the Queen Mum. Mm. <laughs> uh, yeah, I beat her kind of easily. It's not hard. Honestly, fight. fairy fairy's pretty like OP, but it, at the same time, I, it's got... all I had to do was steel wing, and yeah. I was good. <laughs> Thanks. So I guess I realize now talking about the new Pokemon games, we have to talk about something, and that is Ball Guy. <laughs> <laughs> Ball guy. Ball guy, 
I'm convinced is an Eldritch horror <laughs> summoned from the depths to come give you Pokeballs for some reason. Because I find him terrifying in his khaki shorts. His khaki shorts and beady eyes. Beady eyes. And his little weird dance he does in that one gym. I'm like, no, I'm not okay with this. There's, some, there's something yeah. wrong with him, and I want to cosplay him. <laughs> yes. That was the other thing. I'm like, there's something deeply wrong with you. Why do I want to cosplay you? <laughs> No, ball, ball guy is odd, but he also is handy. <laughs> he gives you some good balls. Some great balls, even. <laughs> Stop. Also, can we talk about the catch rate? Thinking about it almost, I almost think that's intentional now. Because it is, at some point, ridiculously hard to catch shit. I mean, like... Great balls felt like they sucked. Oh, dang. Yeah. Were, yeah I noticed it. It was hard to catch stuff. And I almost think that was intentional now to make it fe- make you feel like a new Pokemon trainer. It's like, oh my god, the struggle is real, in Damn. a sense. Yeah. Uh, so, great balls are nerfed. And Ultra Balls. Oh, what? Yeah. Oh, right. Oh, almost across the board, it is hard to catch Pokemon dang. right now. Uh, I even had, like, I had a low health Pokemon I was going to catch, and, well, I, no, it wasn't low health, because I used a quick ball, and it has a really high catch rate if, you, if that's the first thing you do. Yeah. You throw the ball, and it broke out instantly. I was like, whoa, that's never <laughs> happened to me before. So expect a patch in, like, three weeks. I... There better be a patch. I wouldn't be surprised if there wasn't. I found it really weird, too, because I'm pretty sure I had one of one of the things I was trying to catch, I had it paralyzed down to, like, a sliver of health, and yeah, it was, like, super hard to catch it for something. Dang. What the fuck? Yeah, that, I, I don't know if that was a... Someone put a one where it should be a zero, or a zero where it should be a one, or that was intentional, but either way, it has made, like, catching them all a little bit difficult. So, uh. Can we talk about the bike racing minigame, though? I've been having fun with that. Yeah, keep doing the road on rally is actually pretty fun. <laughs> this rally is pretty fun. <laughs> uh, it's also handy when you need to, like, find those guys. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And like, yeah. okay, you're there. Okay, thank God. Fuck. Uh, initially, I was kind of against the whole TR thing. So, you know TMs, right? Uh, technical moves you can just, like, teach Pokemon. Yeah. Uh, well, now they have a new thing called TRs in which they're expendable. So, like, you use it and it breaks. Kind of like an original TM. Yeah. But it's interesting, though, because, like, the one character I got a TR from, they're in, like, the first one big town. And he's at, like, a record shop. And he makes it seem like they're, like, vintage records. Yeah. And yeah. I was like, that's an interesting at, way to look, look at them. Like, yeah. A, it al- you can almost see, like, a groove around the, uh, the circle. Ooh. And, like, I guess they are kind of like records. I don't know. Ever since they've implemented, like, the TM system of, like, the TMs never break, I've been like, okay, so we just decided to take the HM thing and make it across the board what happens for everything. Yeah. And that's sort of nice, I guess, because then it's like, you don't have to be really super selective with, like, which TMs you're going to Yeah, and if you really want to move on someone, and also on this thing, you don't have to pick and choose. You can just be like, alright, you both know Psychic now. But then, Uh, I guess, with the TRs making that even more selective, so it's like, hey, like, all your... TMs work with, like, or you can use them multiple times, yeah. but you have to be really selective with the TRs, so it kind of, like, balances that out. But you can bit. also, like, get more. Yeah. Like, you, you earn them from raids. You could have, like, three or four TRs just, like, from doing raids. 
of stuff, depending on, like, the type of Pokemon you face. So, it, it, it balances itself out. Actually. I mean, experience candies, too. Yeah. I love oh, my God, oh, my God. Oh, my God, experience candies. There's so candies. many quality of life changes <laughs> that I really <sighs> like, and I hope they keep going forward yeah. with them. The they have to keep great. the camping stuff. That's camp- so fun. The, the camping's actually pretty fun. I haven't done a whole lot, but like... Can you oh. fail the cooking minigame? Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> you, can, you can make garbage, and they'll be like, Ugh, I gotta eat it. <laughs> it seems like every time I've done it, I've at least gotten bronze on it, so I'm like, I guess I'm doing something okay. Also found out, you, uh, like, Pokemon on the route, if yeah. you, like, uh, camp on the route or something... Uh, yeah, they can join you. Oh. They can just, like, walk in and be like, hey, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> Pull up to the function and <laughs> get some food. Like the random bear that walks into your camping <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh, God, there's a bear. T- oh, he wants to join me. Okay, uh, yeah, yeah, join in, Smokey. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, like, uh, overall, I've enjoyed the game. Uh, I have a whole lot of Pokemon that are really high level right now because like the the whole candy thing is just, I was like alright I got a whole lot, bunch of large candies there's like 10 grand in there of experience Jeez. Uh, here eat 20 of them <laughs> <laughs> I haven't actually done that yet but I've done like like almost 10 uh, or 100,000 on one when I was like <laughs> you're level one now you're level like thirty or something. This is crazy. It, it it just makes the grind a lot easier, especially when you uh, are like really trying to like level up your Pokemon. It's yeah. taking fucking forever. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Are are there like performance issues? Of like, yeah, some of the the graphics don't look that great in some places. Uh, so the camera's a little bit janky. It's a little janky. But that's only, like, when you wind up in a corner Yeah. Is it, uh, is it a locked camera to your position on the map? Or uh, if you're in the wild area, uh, it's a free cam. Oh, nice. It's just when you're in, like, I guess the linear hallway parts yeah. or whatever. The, 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 the regular routes. Data camera, yeah. Yeah. It can be, it can be a little bit of a challenge sometimes. I, admittedly, I'm probably not gonna pick up. Just because I think this is a gen a lot of people I like I would understand them skipping. Uh, overall, uh, I do kind of wish and hope that uh, uh, the Pokemon Company takes a bit of a different direction in how these games are developed and maybe get a second studio. Because I also like you have to remember Game Freak's studio; they're not that big. Mm-hmm. So it is impressive that they made a game like this and how fast they had to do it. Uh, and also they were split staff. They were also working on Little Town Hero, which was terrible. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that might be a good incentive for them to... It's like, hey, let's focus up. Like, the next game they develop will hopefully be the full studio working on it. If, well, they, think, if they really want to improve the quality of life yeah. of their studio, add a second uh, studio. I'm surprised, <laughs> I'm surprised yeah. they would actually split teams like that. Yes, yeah. I mean, fucking. Yeah. Remember, remember when EA was doing Need for Speed every year? Yeah. And they were hot garbage every single time because they had two separate teams working on them. That's where I see that. That's what that's what I'm seeing right now as a as a reason. Like I think there's a, a, a overall benefit if they had like a second studio working. 
Because because Call of Duty, they have three studios. That's true. That's so if that's point. three year three years plus like what extra time in between uh, releases like like the original planning stage, they get a lot more. Like Infinity Ward has a lot of time to plan out their next game. Yeah. Now. Because they just released Modern Warfare. They got three years to release a new one. And they've probably already been working on their next game since probably about last year or something. Yeah. So that's more like a four or five year development time. Yeah. Uh, but while with Game Freak, they've been on a yearly schedule yeah, since 2016. Yeah, I, I think what they also need to do is like slow down a bit. Yeah. But yeah, they got other... Like, they're part of the bigger Pokemon company, and they've got a lot of other moving pieces, so they have to coordinate it with the anime and other games. Yeah, they and, couldn't delay it. Yeah. So, I, but like, I think, I it think would just this be... might be a good incentive for them to get into a boardroom and discuss, okay, what are we going to do? I'm just so imagining a bunch we... of salarymen in a boardroom. <laughs> Japanese salarymen in a boardroom now. This is Ibatsu. Yeah. <laughs> But like the they Pokemon got the money. Zybots. The <laughs> thing is, they do have the money to do this. They, so. they have all the money yeah. in the world, so it, it wouldn't be hard for them to basically take one of their other suit, like Genius Sonority or whatever they're actually called. It. They're the ones that made a uh, Pokemon Coliseum and XD yeah. uh, back in the day. Like that's a small studio that you could just promote yeah. into the number two studio, Game Freak, War- and like you could have like Mitsuda and. Uh, uh, Sugimori just like kind of go in between and like be a part of like the mm-hmm. development teams of both but like you're not stretching your whole team thin yeah. on one project year to year to year it's like boom yeah. boom 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 hell even make it, make it three I don't know you could you got billions of studios working on Pokemon I mean they've been they've been working on a fucking skeleton staff for the last how many decades yeah well and some people were saying maybe there was pressure from Nintendo to get the game out early but like in actuality that was Nintendo making a power move to sort of like acquire Game Freak into Nintendo proper so that they'd have yeah. the full resource of Nintendo going forward yeah so like having Nintendo R the next on you. the next Pokemon generation. They may be like, hey, the Pokemon company, or Game Freak, is not even technically... They're working on it, but now they've been absorbed into the main Nintendo, so it's just a Pokemon company Nintendo game and, instead of a Pokemon company Nintendo yeah. Game Freak game. Yeah. <laughs> and the Pokemon company also had like other studios like helping Game Game Freak on this one, because they were stressed then. Uh, so. And this was the big transition to... Yeah. There, there's some bumps in the road that can hopefully be rectified next gen. Yeah, just, you know, maybe take this time to figure out, do the whole, I forget what it's called, but it's all part of the, um, oh, fuck. It's a whole management thing. Synergy. Synergy. <laughs> all with project management stuff. Yes. Because... Part of it is like the end stage where you do a recap and you see like what worked, what didn't work, how do we improve for the next project that we're going to do. It's actually a very important formal stage. Although on the flip side of things, um, I wasn't like completely like rioting angry over it because I think a a lot of people were expecting it to be like a Breath of the Wild yeah. experience, and yeah, I never, I never thought it was going to be. That. Why do people think that? I, I always knew it they was saw going what... to be a core Pokemon game, yeah. kind of expanded, but like still They're... feeling like at the that heart at the heart of, of it, it. which yeah. it, it does and it doesn't in certain ways. So mm. I like some of the direction they went with this one. I think there's just stuff that you can improve, adjustments here and there, and it really comes down to. 
how much are uh, the Pokemon Company and Game Freak willing to just, you know, expand themselves? Yeah. It's interesting. This generation kind of made me look at the Pokemon franchise similar to, like, Dragon Quest. Yeah. I don't know why this gen was the one that made it. It's like, I'm like, oh, yeah, this is, like, extremely, like, Dragon Quest. For also, reason. get a new PR team. Holy <laughs> shit. Yeah. The PR for this game was awful. Yeah, you kind of, they kind of ended up feeling the... They, they, yeah. Everything they said kind of made things worse. <laughs> yeah, um, better English translators for sure. And, but also, like, with some of the fans, I think it's like... Oh, honey, there's other things to worry about than Pokemon. Why are you expending this much energy? Imagine they put this energy towards something that was, like, meaningful. Productive? <laughs> like, just productive. I'm not talking about, like, even going You made out. a how many hours long video on a deconstruction of a tree in Pokemon? <laughs> yeah. Have you heard about what happens in South America? <laughs> um, sir... This is a Starbucks. <laughs> oh, God. I also saw Big Rack. That was pretty good. Oh, oh yeah. yeah! I mean to ask you about Big Rack. That was like a good-ass show. Ian Thornley put on a fucking clinic of like, I am one of the greatest guitarists ever made. And no one really knows about it. <laughs> Outside of you people. Neat. Good for him. Uh, and also the the band they had opening for them, uh, Texas King. They're from London, Ontario. Watch out for those guys. Those guys, they had some high energy. That lead singer, his voice is like, is so, oh, wonderful to listen to. Is there, and they're just bouncing all over Do you have a place. comparison for the voice? Oh, I don't have a comparison off the top of my head, but I just recommend... You, they're on Spotify. Right. That's most bands we are. We can probably play place. some after. Uh, I'm not going to do that, but... Just <laughs> Content <go>. claim. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, said, I said after the podcast. Oh, yeah, after oh. the podcast. I, I thought you meant like... Just, no, sorry, no. folks listening to this. You don't get in. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Just remind me before I go home. Yeah, yeah I'll, I'll play a little bit. Uh, but yeah, those guys, high energy, really enjoyed them. Uh, and Ian Thornley, amazing, amazing guitarist. Uh the the only thing the only problem I had, uh, which may have been just because we were we uh, me and Seth we had like uh, floor floor tickets so we were like right up on the rail. Oh dang! So we couldn't really hear uh, the singing that much that well, uh, which I wonder maybe just the acoustics if we were farther back we could have heard. Where it was it at? Uh, the casino. Hmm. Yes, I can verify with you that if you had been farther back, you'd have been fine. Yeah, I, I had a feeling it was going to be something like that. Because the acoustics in that, in that fucking concert hall are fucking awful. They're not great. So uh, don't go to concerts there or the Brand Center. Okay. Yeah. Just don't go to concerts there for China. I mean, the <laughs> Connexus Arts Center is pretty awesome. Yeah, you know Connexus Arts Center is freaking designed for it. Yeah. It's, it's made for it. Yeah. Hey, you're uh, all lucky. Most of the bands I listen to, it's like Toronto, Vancouver, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> The Offspring are in Moose Jaw this week, and I want to go... Moose Jaw or Estevan? Um, uh, they're at... Uh, I thought it was Estevan. They're at Mosaic Place, which I think is in Moose Jaw, isn't mm. it? Eh, Anywhere oh, but Regina. Okay. <laughs> so it's like, motherfucker. Well, I wanted like to go see the The Offspring. only two good venues are the stadium or... 
Connexus, and the stadium is, I'm guessing, a bit too expensive. My favorite thing is every time, yeah. every time Tegan and Sarah sure. comes to the city, I always miss their concert. I'm like, I should go to Tegan and Sarah. I love their music. <laughs> nope. I every time concert. I miss them. Yeah. Like, there's a new band out called The Who. They're from Mongolia. They went on their first world tour, and of course they're going to skip Regina. They went to Toronto, Montreal, and a whole bunch of U.S. places, and I'm like, that is understandable. You're still not that well known though you've got a good youtube presence so the question here i'm going to ask what is the farthest place well the closest place that isn't regina or like within the province or even the all right like let's close say, enough to the close enough that you're like you're looking at tickets Calgary, Minneapolis. I've considered going to concerts in both uh, those cities. Uh, we almost went to Winnipeg for Royal Blood, didn't we? We all uh, Calgary. We almost went. That was Winnipeg. It was Winnipeg. Yeah. Oh yeah. I thought I thought we, it was near Calgary. I we came we real right. close. We were really close to doing that. And then yeah. things just kind of happened. Yeah. Like, I think that, wasn't it like Queen's of Stone Age and Royal Blood? It was. Oh my god, we should have just went. Because <laughs> I'm really bummed that I probably will never actually get to see a Royal Blood in concert. <laughs> Like, that was back in, like, the mid-2000s. I think Gaga was doing a tour across the country, and she went from Winnipeg to Edmonton. And I was like, no Saskatoon, stop. Like, we're not even going to consider that. It was just like, ugh. Yeah, now that I'm back here, I would actually consider going to, like, Banff, because some bands do go to the Banff Center. Mm -hmm. Um, And when I was living in Ontario, I did consider going to see Florence and the Machine in Montreal. It's it's a two-hour train ride. All right, you can't drive. So yeah, I can't drive, but like they got passenger trains out there, and Montreal is only two hours away from Ottawa. Like it's closer to go to Montreal than down to Toronto. Yeah, yeah. I think it's like one of those things. I think it's like Lollapalooza or something was in Montreal the one time. Yeah, and my one friend went to like one of my favorite. That's my favorite boxing match. (laughs) 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 Um, Shout out to Epo. Give it a fourth season, (laughs) goddamn. No, There's one of my Todd favorite... Murr's had six fights since the last. So that's like five years. <laughs> <laughs> so if the main character of Epo were real, how how would he do? Like, uh, well, this is back in the nineties. Okay. And he's a featherweight, so he's probably facing oh, probably Roy. No, not Roy Jones. I don't think so. I mean, his record was pretty all right. And he was taking Mike Tyson's, like, peekaboo style, so he was pretty good. Okay. Uh, and then he retired because he had concussion problems. Um. Ryan, I, I want a, uh, I want a Bullet, Cl- Bullet Club anime so bad now. Just because I'd be really dumb. <laughs> I mean, something that's not Ultimate Muscle. What about Tiger Mask W? Tiger Mask, yeah, nah. I could never get into Tiger Mask. Yeah. It's, it, it's an acquired taste. It's, but I mean, Okada's just straight up there. <laughs> and so is Tanahashi. Man, Tanashi's old. Oh yeah, they also run into the Bullet Club in that one. What? Yeah, they do. Ah, There's a whole scene where like Tiger Mask W runs into like Kenny Omega and Bad Luck Fale and uh, Tamatanga. Find me that clip. I will find you this. Please, clip. please find me that clip and send it to you because I really want to see this. Um. Wow. Okay. Good to know. <laughs> it's fucking awesome. Uh. Yeah. Uh, I, I would go to Des Moines, Iowa if I <laughs> if there was someone that I was like, I need to see them. 
Look, I have totally considered going down to Austin for something. Besides, Austin is a cool city. Can can I just say, I'm planning to drive to Seattle for a fucking car show, so... Yeah. I think... I think I, I, I get to take the, the, the um, idiot sandwich thing here. Listen, if it makes you happy, it's worth it. I'm going to buy so much clothing while I'm down there. Yeah, you are. Because everyone, everyone that I follow is now like getting into street clothing and I fucking love it. <laughs> that's like, oh shit, I can be fashionable. Holy crap. I know, that's like um, King's Must Rise and all his like clothing. I went to a store, a store cover, hey? I love the colors of those hoodies. Green and black. Like oh. weird, whatever that weird, unique color of green that he's found is Did just... I? Did I tell you that to drive his car? Yes, I think so. so I believe weird. we had this conversation. It was so weird. <laughs> it was so fucking weird. I still can't believe when you told me that's his daily, I was like, what? <laughs> that's his daily yeah, fucking, car? Fucking drove to Walmart. I thought he just had like a shitty like Cavalier on the side no, that he just like trucks he, around. He just and... bought a toaster, so... Huh. An XB, so... Yeah, no. We drove to Walmart to get my best credits. <laughs> no, I, I, I actually am probably going to spend some money on his next drop here because all this stuff looks so good. All of this stuff looks so damn good. That's like this uh, company in Vancouver I follow, uh, Anime Bay. They just like, they draw anime characters in their own yeah. like unique style, but just like all their stuff is... It's all the like sad boys 2001 oh, yeah. <laughs> or whatever. But it's stupid because their site, like, they're from Vancouver. They're shipping yeah. into Vancouver, but they charge an American. And I'm like, why don't you ship through Canada Post for people who live in your own country? Yeah. So do they do they hit you for? Because so the way Calvin does it is he charges U.S. But he, if you're buying from Canada, he doesn't charge you shipping. <laughs> That's weird. Yeah, because he charges U.S. as most of the customers are American. Well, you know, it's like shipping costs, right? So it's not that they're making. Also, you want to make more money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, like I want to get into retro fashion and (laughs) the sites I go to. um, Well. The American stuff isn't that bad because I know I'm going to get it fast. It's the British stuff. (laughs) Where the pound is stupid. Fuck the pound. What's the pound at right now? Dollar. Doesn't hasn't cracked two, I don't think. No, I think it's not like in a while. Like dollar seventy, I want to say. That's why I love shopping on Etsy because they just do that for you. It's like, hey, click to Canadian currency. Yeah, I never have yeah, to worry about you. getting the wrong price read, read out to me. So, still, still waiting on yeah, Star Pirate. Yeah, it's a dollar seventy-two oh. to a pound. Okay, still waiting on Star Pirate to get that uh, Canadian bank account. <sighs> so, because it cost me an arm and a leg to get a commission. Yeah. Uh, the other thing is I've been following a Polish YouTuber who does retro fashion and historical fashion, and she's got some books out, and yeah, they haven't been translated into English, but they're like coffee table books, basically. Ooh. Yeah, and I'm like, Ooh. I want your stuff, but it's... <laughs> are, are you like me in that you were actually secretly a whore for coffee table books? Yeah. Yes. Coffee table books I, are the big I go to chapters, ever. and I see the, the big fashion books, and I'm like, I want... All of my favorite writers have put out coffee table books in the last, like, two years here, and it's destroying me. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, because oh. they're, like, usually, like, 36 bucks plus. Oh, my. For, no, like, they no, start no, no, at 40. No, no, no. The one that I, okay, the last one that I got, I ended up paying, and I really hope no one that I actually know is listening to this. <laughs> for that book, I ended up paying $140. Ooh. <laughs> but I really wanted the book. Really, yeah. really 
badly. They, uh, Vogue puts out like like their Vogue Italian oh, like, yeah. big coffee table books, oh, yeah. and I'm always like, mm, maybe. <laughs> it's someday, so expensive. <laughs> someday you'll be mine. <laughs> Um, yeah, no, every time, like, every time the guy, this guy puts something out, I just YOLO it. Speaking of funny, like, shipping things, though, did you know the Pokemon company doesn't ship to Canada? What? No, they Yeah, don't. like, their merch store. I oh. tried buying, like, plushies and a t-shirt yeah. or something just because I wanted stuff. They had this new line of, um, clothing that's based around the three new starters. Yeah. You couldn't ship it here. So I was like, what the heck, man? Like, I want to wear my you score... call yourself an international I want company, my score bunny huh? sweater so I look like a comfy boy, but I can't be a comfy boy now. <laughs> <laughs> I like how score so bunny's final evolution funny. just looks like, uh... uh worth it. What's, oh, God. what's the character's name? The, the, from, the su- Summer from, Wars. from Summer Wars, yeah. Uh, Which one? Uh, the Ooh. rabbit. King oh, Cosma. King Cosma. Yeah, King Cosma. <laughs> Fucking <laughs> rules. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. And spoiler cell, the fire starter is pure fire. But it's okay. That's okay. It's not yeah. firefighting. Yeah. <laughs> Even though it has fire and fighting moves, which I find very suspect, I feel like they just got rid of the fire fighting typing at the last minute just to not piss people off. I and think it I, works. I, and <laughs> I'm like, that. get the fuck over yourself, some of you people. <laughs> No, we like, had so many. We had so many. There yeah. were three, and then there was like another 80. three generations where you it's didn't like get them. It's like 2,000. No, fire... But it, wasn't it like three in a row? It was three in a row. Fire yeah, fighting, fighting, fire fighting, fire fighting, fire fighting. I was like, <laughs> fucking god damn it, stop. I'm actually surprised they haven't done like a fire poison typing. For that, a starter. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, the only one I can think of is uh, Salazzle. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and that's a neat typing. Which was an and... MVP for me at the 8th gym. Yeah. Um, and the other typing that I would like to see in the future is Fire Electric. Yeah, actually, yes. Yeah. I was yes, I was actually talking about that. Not the typing I haven't really seen. Yeah. There's a, list, there's a list of the unused double typings. Yeah. I don't what they all are. There's like Ice something. There's one of them, too. Yeah, Fire Ice one. Yeah, Fire Ice would be neat. Actually... I would say reserve that for if they ever do like an Iceland region. Mm. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah that works mm-hmm. great. There. Yeah, that works perfect. Yeah. Look up unused Pokemon typings if you can, Ryan. I wanna I'm kinda curious what um, some of them were. Fire Fairy would be interesting. Mm. Pokemon types. Um has there ever that been a is... Dark Steel? Yes. Okay. Yes. There's yeah. that ninja or samurai oh, yeah. guy or whatever. Yeah. Uh, unused types. I'll just go through the list here. Uh, normal ice, normal rock, fire, grass, electric fighting, uh, ice, poison, fighting fairy, poison fairy, uh, bug, dragon, uh, dark fairy. That's not true. That's a th- thing now. There's no electric fighting type. There should be. <laughs> there's no electric fi- like of like that- somebody with like electric boxing gloves or something. Yeah, and like, like there's the thunder punch move that. That's basically right, your yeah. signature move. Uh, normal poison, normal ghost. That would be a weird one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm alive and dead at the normal same ghost. time. Normal ghost and grass fire. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's a burning tree. And, and grass California. fire. Grass fire, fire would be the it's Kamala version, um, like Kamala, but in the uh, Australia region because eucalyptus trees explode. It's just it's just a patch of Amazon forest on fire. It's your new Pokemon. 
If California is just on fire. It's yeah. just on fire. Uh, electric, uh, I think this one's a little out of date. Because there's already been Electric Poison. There's already been Dark Fairy. Uh, yeah, this one might be a little bit out of date. Yeah. Mm. But yeah, like they're... 2018, Jesus Christ. I'll I'll get this information Oh, later. they had a... The first time they had a dragon grass or grass yes, dragon. Yes, and it's an apple. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> I saw a comparison picture and it's like uh, Giga Giga Charizard and Applin, the apple dragon, and it's just like one of these Pokemon is a dragon. Makes <laughs> <laughs> nose. Again, Japan has different standards for dragons. <laughs> I like my centipede. It's on fire. Fire centipede. Yeah, um, I'm looking forward to interacting with the adorable centurions. Yes. <laughs> oh, is that the steel like? Tower? No, it, it's oh, no. actually uh, just a just a pure fighting type, and it's just these four curvy, round little little <laughs> guys. Uh, no, it's five of them, and they they all march in a line, and they're they're just little Roman centurions. Oh, I missed this. They are the cutest little things. <laughs> I love them. them. They're going to expand the Roman Empire. <laughs> the Emperor wills it. At uh, least it's a... Uh, do you guys know about the dragon type, like, pseudo-legendary for this gen? Yes. I've heard. Yeah. This is Felinx. Oh. They're I had super not, cute. I had not seen yeah. that yet. Hmm. Yeah, so it's like it's like Dragpult or something. It's based off like a Blackhawk um, stealth fighter plane or whatever. Ooh. Yeah, Blackbird or Black Blackbird. Thank you. Um, yeah, and it shoots the earliest evolution of itself out of two cannons on its shoulder. Oh like, yeah, Terrier. This last night. They're fucking hilarious. They really went weird with this generation. Some of the evolutions are also some of the strangest ways I've ever seen them. Like, to get Rune Figurisque, the, uh, so there's Galarian Yamask, Mm -hmm. and then there's its evolution, Rune Figurisque, which is different from uh, Carve Figurisque. Whatever. The one that was a tomb or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, Well, that's uh, Sarcophagus. Yeah. Uh, so you have to have the Yam Mask down to, down, it has to have lost 49 health points, exactly, and then you have to walk under a, uh, uh, this, uh, <laughs> rock formation, and then it'll evolve. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> That's like... That's playground shit. That's <laughs> playground shit in 95 when someone's like, oh, I heard Mew. You can get a Mew and it's under the, it's under the oh, d- 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 truck. Oh my the god. Like, <laughs> or like how you got the spirit tomb. You got, oh yeah, that. yeah. You, got, also you have to bring get... Hole and Lugia to the shrine in the uh, Felix or the Elix Forest, yeah. and then Selby will show up. <laughs> and like, oh, you want learn Braille? Learn Braille to figure out how to get the Reggies. <laughs> this is a dead language we recently discovered. If you can Sud- translate, suddenly Pokemon to energy. Could you imagine that? Pokemon is a fucking ERG. Oh, oh, that'd be no. crazy. Oh, that'd be awful. That's be the, the next nut. update to Pokemon that, Go. Yeah, <laughs> that's when they, like, dis- when scientists discover how to make Pokemon real. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, here, you find the warehouse, and then 
Get your starboard. <gasps> go find this. Go find the semi truck and push it out. Of the huh? Way. I guess Pokemon Lore was wrong. They didn't arrive drive. on a meteorite. Ah, but if you think about it, the games of the meteorite into our brain to think that we can make them real. <laughs> no, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> Uh, shall we get into a couple little news stories here? Sure. sure. Uh, so the Game Awards announced like their their nominees. There's there's a couple standouts, uh, especially in the fighting game one. A very noticeable standout. Uh, so the nominees for the best fighting game of 2019: Dead or Alive 6, Mortal Kombat 11. Samurai Showdown, Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, Jump Force. It's a fighting game. I mean, it, it technically falls under those parameters. I get that it's not the fighting game everybody okay. wanted. <laughs> okay. Jump Force. Was it a thin year for fighting games? Mm. I mean, it wasn't that huge, but Jump Force. <laughs> the one that is actually bad <laughs> and not worthy of this it could have just been four games honestly well everyone's picking one winner right Jump Force wins yeah everyone's picking Jump Force to like in a weird cosmic sense protest this <laughs> we're, ma- we're making you idiots go up on stage and announce Jump Force it's the best game of the year the best, the best fighting, fighting game, game of the year I think it's a toss up between Smash and Mortal Kombat 11 probably yeah probably uh, I mean, Sam Show's really good. I've never seen it yet. I don't know. <laughs> uh, for, like, the game of the year, there's uh, Control, Death Stranding, Resident Evil 2, Sekiro, Shadow's Dead Twice, Smash, and The Outer Worlds. Uh, Jeff Keighley's kind of pulling himself a bit of a corner here, because uh, if Death Stranding doesn't win it, uh, then he'll be called, uh, then, then people are going to be like, you actually wanted Death Stranding to win. And then, if it does win, then it's going to be called the shill. Yeah. It's like, Dorito Pope, Mr. Mr. Mountain Doom himself, <laughs> in, a, in a hard spot, Mr. Jeff Keighley. Good luck. I vote for Control, because it's, it's just an SCP game. It's a game about SCPs. And I didn't realize that until I had someone explain it to me. <laughs> I was like, man, that's a weird looking game by Remedy. And it's like, you know that game's just about SCPs. And, like, Alan Wake exists in that world, and so does uh, Max Payne. Mm. All of that exists <laughs> in Control. And, like, w- w- what? That's nuts. Outer Worlds was pretty good from what I heard, too. Well, I heard, so. yeah, it's really good. They got away from that fucking creation engine, and they, they made the Fallout game everyone I wanted. can understand people being like, oh, yeah, Smash should win, but, like, yeah, yeah, yes and no. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes and no. It, it, it'll, it'll probably win the fighting game of the year. That's it. And then we'll get a Smash trailer for the uh, final member of the Game Pass. Mm. This, I hope it's Nightmare. I want Nightmare really bad. <laughs> From Soul Cal. Soul Cal. Mm. I mean, that would be sort of... I don't know if that would be weirdly roundabout, but like Soul Calibur 2 where they had Link yeah. featured in that. So that would kind of be a way to... Yeah, like Link was in there. You, you can have the video where like Link is fighting in, the, in, that, in that final stage. Uh, in the uh, story mode. Where... Mm. Uh, where he fights like, and I specifically want Soul Cal Two, uh, uh, Nightmare because that's Siegfried, Siegfried Nightmare. Oh yeah, that's that's the one I want. 
That is not somebody I would have thought about, but now that they've given us that criteria about, like, has to be a video game first character, yeah, yeah that totally seems like a legit Or thing. Cooking Mama. <laughs> I will accept Cooking Mama as a trophy, as an assist trophy. I will. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, you, if they were able to make fucking, uh, whatchamacallit, uh, Game & Watch a character, or... Or duck hunt a character. Anything is possible. And they're both like really fleshed out characters. They're really fleshed out. You, you know what would be, be the most bizarre thing, but it would actually somehow fit in line, is if they made um, a character that's basically like the Hanafuda cards that uh, Nintendo put out when they first came, became a company oh, as whoa. a fighting character. I know, right? That's so weird and like that left field. Out but like we have so, Rob the Robot. So, so yeah. listeners out there who don't know, Nintendo was originally a card company. <laughs> like they date back to like the 1880s. They're over 100 years old. Yeah. yeah. But that would be such a weird way to make it like the ultimate Smash <laughs> game. It's like one of the fighting characters is, I'm not going to kid you, of Hanafuda playing card. <laughs> that's just one of those things I was like, that's an assist trophy. That's just a, that's just a Pong assist trophy. Alright. <laughs> I would I would absolutely take that. That would be cool. Like, what would it do? <laughs> also, how does Devil May Cry 5 not even get nominated for Game of the Year? Oh, yeah. Ooh, that's, that's, a, a that's a big omission in my my opinion. Is it on any of the lists? Uh, it's on Best Action Game and Best Music, I believe. Yeah, Nintendo was founded September 23rd, 1889 oh in Kyoto. God. <laughs> also, I like how the family car- family game category is all Nintendo properties. Of course yeah. it is. Luigi's Mansion, Super Mario Maker 2, Super Smash Brothers, <laughs> uh, Yoshi's Crafted World, and Ring Fit Adventure, which I've seen people talk, like, like after weeks of playing Ring Fit, and they're looking fit as fuck. And I'm like... Should I get this? <laughs> I feel like I should get this. This might work. Uh, there's uh, the whole games for impact thing, which just feels eh, whatever. It's a thing. So apparently, yeah. Rebel Wilson is making a movie about K-pop. Stop. Huh? <laughs> it's a movie. It's all fan cams. Oh God! <laughs> it's all gifts of fan cams. Uh, I've got random other news. Yeah. My Forza news. I have that on here, actually. That's a big one. That's a huge one. Toyota's back. That's a big one. For years to come. God. Lexus to Scion, too. Because Toyota went on this weird, like, hey, we're not going to license our cars to anything but Grand Turismo. Bye. <laughs> but why? Uh, I, I don't I don't know. I think, they, I, think they just, I think they just didn't... They just, I don't think they liked their... They're because the only cars they didn't give a shit about from Toyota are old. <laughs> That's probably why. Like, is Forza is Forza more centered around like Ford as a manufacturing company? No, they're kind of all, they're actually all over all over the place. Yeah, I just thought maybe it's like they had better business <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they had better business relationships with like uh, yeah, Sony but, and stuff like that. So no, yeah, yeah, to some degree. They, I mean, they they Ford they helped Ford with their reveal of the GT. Which is cool, mm-hmm. but I mean, fucking Gran Turismo helped Chevy with the reveal of the Corvette. That was fucking weird. <laughs> that was weird for how it happened too, because you know, okay, do you remember like way back when people got so hyped about something that they saw, but there wasn't there weren't capture cars at the time? Yeah. So you had to like record shit off your TV, 
That's what happened with the Corvette reveal back in like 2014. Oh. Because what happened was they put the data in the game, but they didn't unlock the car. And basically, if you leave your system, like Grand Theft Auto 5, if you left your system idle for a bit, it will do like this showcase of whatever random cars oh. is in the game files. And what came up was a Corvette in like, you know, you know like, like this spy camouflage gear where like, yeah. to yeah. fuck with your eyes for cameras and shit? Yeah. That. So Corvette in camouflage gear was showing up in people's systems and it was really fucking with them. Because at that point, they hadn't made any form of announcement. Hmm. Wow. It just ended up in the data with the last update, and then someone just happened to chance see it. And like two weeks later, it was like, oh yeah, you want to drive a new Corvette? Here you go. Wow. <laughs> That's sick. Like, and like I, I remember the day it happened. I booted up my PS3, and I let it sit there for like three hours. So I wanted it to cycle through. I wanted to see, like, is this real? Is this fucking real? Because at that point, there's only one person who had seen it. There's only one person who had seen it and gotten footage of it. Oh, wow. And even then, at that point, there were only three people who managed to get footage of it coming up in their, like, showcase reel. Hmm. So I I remember booting my game up. I was like, okay, I need to see this. I need to see it. Yeah. (laughs) Never did happen. But still. Um, I mean, there's a lot of cars in that game. I just had an idea about car stuff uh, because we're getting... Robert Pattinson is Batman. Um, my, my, my one request Go on. for when it comes to cars is uh, give him an actual Batmobile, not one of the tumblers or the tanks. Okay, that tumbler was some horseshit. Yeah, Fuck. yeah. So I, I'm like, please, Warner Bros., reach out to some luxury car company. I feel like they're going to reach out to like Maserati or some shit. And then Maserati's going to say, <laughs> no, it's going to break on set. Sorry. <laughs> I don't know, Aston Martin, they're okay with their cars getting wrecked. They actually really are, which is, yeah. you know why? So they still own my Ford. <laughs> they have money, it's fine. No, but if, if this new Batman's going to connect up with the latest Joker movie, it's going to take place in like the 80s or maybe closer to the 90s. So we get based on the age of cars. cars. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, just bring back the OG Batmobile. I would be kind of down with that. Yeah. Just bring back the OG Batmobile, we're set. The longest car in the world. <laughs> God, it's a Rolls Royce. Oh, there, God. So yeah, look, I, I I picture Bruce having British cars. He would, yeah, he would. Yeah. Uh, as part of the Series 17 update on December 12th, get ready. Uh, the 1998 Toyota Supra RZ is being added to Forza 4. You know what's funny? I uninstalled the game like six months ago. Smooth. So <laughs> I gotta reinstall it. But the game is like 70 megabytes. Or gigabytes. Megabytes. Holy shit. Like, That's fuck, I wish it was 70 megabytes. Damn. Um, yeah, it eats up a lot of space. <laughs> so I gotta figure something out for spacing wise because I'm kind of out of room oh, on my shit. SSD. Um, no, I, of course they fucking started with that car. Of course they fucking started with that car. So, but you know what? If it means I'm getting a Lexus back, hell yeah. Because uh, I want my Lexus IS300 real bad. No, that's cool. Um, I didn't think they'd actually change the tune on that because they seem so adamant on, oh, we don't want to support illegal street racing. Because Horizon is just like the, the big, like, go eat your car off the hill. <laughs> <laughs> it's not really illegal street racing when it's just like... <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, that, that no, that was a shock. I, I was watching before the live stream. I was like, okay, I haven't watched one of these in a long time. Let's see what the hell's going to happen this time. Watch the entire thing. I was like, oh, about to wrap up, about to hit close of the window, and then he get he starts going into his going in. He's like, hey, you got one more thing. He's like, 
Okay. Did you see how they revealed it? No. Oh, so usually when they're doing like their live stream updates, it's just them recording a podcast, more or less, about yeah. the game. This time, they actually like... So what happened at the end of the stream was he got up from his seat, the main guy, and left the studio, and then camera started following him, and he went around to gather up all the other staff members, and then he hit it outside where there was a super waiting under a cover. Uh, I remember watching the chat like, lose his fucking mind is great. That's pretty fucking cool. So no, they did it right. Um, I know I was super surprised. Like, oh, I'm glad I stuck around for this because I didn't give two shits about any of the other cars they announced. <laughs> so no, if uh, we're getting if we're getting more Toyota, I'm I'm down. Please come back. Please be. Please come back, Toyota. Um, I played Heat. How how is Heat? Is it good? Please tell me it's good. Three out of five. Three out of five. Okay, you know what? I'll take that. Barely a pass. Barely a pass. Three out of five. Is uh, this uh, Need for Speed? Yeah. Yeah. Physics is still, still kind of janky. Um, uh, yeah, okay. Physics is still kind of janky. The story is actually really good, though. Okay. The story is, I, the story so is fucking watch fantastic. watch the cutscenes? Uh, you know what? That's actually how I played the game at first. <laughs> I just watched all the cutscenes. Like, okay, whatever. Okay, um, something that, that EA is really good at doing with these games is you can't just watch the cutscenes. You have to play the game because there's always in-game dialogue mm. while you're oh. doing shit. That actually gives you more layers of what's happening. Or random, like, Easter eggs. Mm. Um, end mission of that game was real cool, actually. Okay. Uh, I don't know. Do you care? Do you care? Uh, Are you going to play it? You're probably not going to play it. I'm probably going to play it, but... Uh, uh, so the final, final like, mission uh, involves you chasing down the M3 from Most Wanted. Oh. 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 How that, how that pans out is... Uh, you're at a warehouse dock with a bunch of cops way, like surrounding it, and uh, it busts out of uh, this shipping container. Oh, <laughs> busts out! That, busts that out of a, shouldn't work. Busts out of a shipping container, ramps up over a gate. You know what? Can Are we, we talking about the tank? Can we pause? What? No, and, no, this is a car. Okay, because like my reference for M3 is like an American tank. No. Oh. <laughs> no. Yeah. Um, I'll pause. Okay. So yeah, that that that, that was pretty wicked. <laughs> that was pretty so fucking wicked. Go watch the cutscenes. Okay, so the story is basically just Miami Vice. Yeah, actually. Um, is this little... set in fictional, not Miami? It is Miami. It actually, yeah. It because I mean, it's I, every other Need for Speed game has been like either like Detroit or Cali kind of based. Yeah. This one is definitely more Florida. Yeah. We're somewhere in Florida. Yeah. Um. If you're not gonna play it, go watch the cutscenes and like it, the story was actually like it was far less generic than I thought it would be. Okay. I was like, oh, okay. you, guys, you guys actually told a good story. Okay, I can roll with this because there's a really neat uh, twist at the end of it. So it was a I I wouldn't pay full price for it because it's still a ninety dollar game. Yeah. Oh, that's my feelings on Death Stranding. <laughs> it's still a ninety dollar <laughs> game. Um, I wouldn't pay full price for it. Uh, I'll wait until like. If one day it were to ever crop up on Steam, I will use that $16 that I still have remaining. <laughs> but I don't think it will, because it's EA Origin, whatever the hell their client is. You can route it through Steam. So. Yeah, but I can't buy it on Steam. Yeah. So, I you know, yeah. it's far better than Payback. <laughs> yeah. I mean, anything at this point, kind of better than Payback. Every, 
if, if this is a long enough step in the right direction. So here, here, here's the thing I found is that it, it is as pretty as 2015 was because 2015 was a really pretty game mm. um, with a better story than Payback. And of the three games, because they basically re-release the game, same game three times now, yeah. um, this one has the least janky physics. Okay, so they're getting there. It's like a, it's like a patch. Yeah. It's like a twenty fifth. It's like a Need for Speed twenty fifteen patch. Okay. I'm not sure how that makes me feel now that I think about that. My last Need for Speed game is Need for Speed Underground two, so like I'm way behind. Under, Underground two is a good place to stop. <laughs> most want, most wanted is still the best place to most stop. Most wanted but. is the actual stopping point for the whole series. Even when you go to Carbon, Carbon, Carbon sucked. Carbon well, sucks, but I enjoyed it. The reason I didn't like Carbon, and it has nothing to do with the game, but is because a guy in high school used to pronounce it Carbon, oh, like, really like over the top pretentiously, and I'm like, it's Need for Speed Carbon, and I'm like, no, I'm done. <laughs> it's Carbon. <Ew. laughs> like, it's literally Carbon. It's a word. It's a word. That it's exists. a word. Carbon. <laughs> it's it's an, it's an element, motherfucker. <laughs> uh. Yeah. Look at it. Look it's at this not like periodic a, table. There's carbon. It's not like it's a deliberately like not English. They're word. not trying okay. to make a car pun there. It's carbon. Yeah. <laughs> ah, I feel dirty just car thinking about that pronunciation. Bon. Carbon. Like, <laughs> I mean, I, that man. Oh no. Look, you're not. It, you're not pronouncing it like things as if I it's want Spanish, from okay? my mind. <laughs> this. Yeah. Um, yeah uh, go play if you get a chance, but don't spend money on it. Okay. Don't spend like. Don't spend full price. Yeah, don't spend full price on it. It's. Uh, you know why I am willing to spend full price on though. Mm. Guilty Gear Strive. Oh shit. Yeah. Oh, did they actually give it a name? So it's way? it's actually got a name now. It's called Strive instead of Zorth. <laughs> that I kind of hoped it would be. Man, X O U R T H. How how do they do that? How do they come up with these like fantastic kind of words? It's you know what it is, uh, and it's like how Undernight in Birth is like its name. I think it's that fascination with English words. It's like this sounds. Cool. <laughs> Wasn't one of the Guilty Gears like Guilty Gear and then it's like an XRD? Xrd. Xrd? Xrd. Xrd? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I couldn't and pronounce was, it. I'm like, how do you say and that? Then, <laughs> well, there was Xrd Sign and then Revelator and then Rev 2. <laughs> and, now, and now we got Guilty Gear Strive in which the I and V are very like pronounced. So it's four. This is why I play Blaz Blue because they just—I don't know—their naming conventions a lot more uniform, I guess. Central fiction, all continuum shit. <laughs> Listen, not, Undernight still are the king. French, I think French bread just loves the how they name things. <laughs> they love English words, but they don't know how to use them. <laughs> <laughs> they were that's, half paying attention. To I mean, English that's class. been every—that's been every Guilty Gear and Blaz Blue game in existence. It's just like. How do we use the word? How do we use the English language? Ah, I'll just use it. It's also how Kojima names things like "hot cold man" and "die hard man." Have you seen that Polygon video where it's like how to get your Death Stranding? Yes, and he has like a form. It's like a fifteen-page form to like figure out your name. And I'm like, ugh. Oh you are God. car wow. tie, tie, uh, tire man. It has, yeah, it has something to do with like personal traits of yourself. Mixed in with like 
don't know, movie quotes or yeah. something. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. That's that's kind of amazing. Die hard man. The uh, secretary to the president of the United States. <laughs> I don't understand. It's crazy. That game is nuts. Was this made on some sort of drugs? or No, was this... this was just Kojima. This was just Kojima. Without yeah. limits. <laughs> I, I appreciate all of the... Uh, all of the random renamings that that game's gotten, yeah, like all the fan names that has gotten. I bought I bought a fan made Cupid necklace because I really I just like the style yeah. of that necklace, and I was just like, I'm gonna buy this. <laughs> yeah, back to Guilty Gear for a second here. Uh, who do you think they're gonna reveal next? Because they revealed Faust, and he's gonna be at Frosty Faustings. That's where he's gonna get his trailer. I think it might be Milia next. That's actually she's a mainstay. That's actually what I was thinking too. Uh, but I do also still want to know who the fuck is that black samurai man? <laughs> who is he? You've shown him and you're not showing him anymore. What the fuck? Come on, Daisuke. Also, release release the song that goes along with Potemkin. Holy shit, did that, does that get me hype? Also, Chip's song. Oh, man. All the music. That, I, I fucking love Guilty Gear's music anyway. <laughs> so, like, I, I just want the soundtrack right now. Uh, yeah, game fucking looks beautiful. It, it's the most gorgeous game I've ever looked at. Like, just, they got the stylization just down. It just looks amazing. I want it. Did Arc System Works have another fighting game that they're teaming up with, like, some prop, like, similar to DBZ Fighters? Wasn't there another? Uh, Grand Blue. Oh, yeah. Grand Blue Fantasy Versus. Yeah, that's, that's right! That's the R1, because they also got, a uh, side games pouring all the money into it. So, oh man, that's, I, that's I a, forgot. That's about, a big. That's a big deal. I forgot about that. That kind of makes me want to get into Grand Blue a little bit. I <laughs> really dig Grand Blue, so like, I'm not gonna play the Gacha game because fuck Gacha. Yeah. Uh, but I would watch the anime or play the game. It looked neat. <laughs> <laughs> this is us shrugging. Shrug, yeah. This is a shrugging. Shrug. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, apparently, the Sonic the Hedgehog movie redesign only cost five million. What? I was shocked by that. Yeah, that was more than that. No, apparently it's only about five million that it costs. A lot of people were throwing out like the thirty-five million number for some reason, and they're just like, "Yeah, it was just five mil." Because I guess up until that point, they had only basically done the done the stuff for the trailers. Oh, yeah. That was all that was cool. Done. So that also means there's no original cut of the trailer, original cut of the movie. So I'm okay with that. Nightmare Sonic does not exist, which kind of makes me sad. <laughs> well, he was I, basically the live action Sonic meme. Yeah, yeah. I have to go fast. Um, I'm, go fast. I'm I'm gonna go watch the movie on principle though. Yeah, I I I mean I have to. I think I, to. I think when the internet does something this big, where they bitch about a production of a film, and it does actually happen, I feel like. It's really dickish then to just be like, oh, they fixed it, but I'm not going to go see the final product. Yeah, yeah I saw people Whatever. who were like, oh, it's still going to be a bad movie, so I'm not going to see it. Like, it might be You a... don't fucking know that. Sometimes going to a bad movie is not a bad thing. Sometimes yeah. it's just... Oh, you I'm know, sorry you're, you're not like, watching like... The Godfather again. <laughs> this isn't directed by Francis Ford Coppola. I was interested in it just because of Jim Carrey. So yeah, like, Jim, <laughs> Jim Carrey actually just eating the whole screen. <laughs> <laughs> I almost, like I said before, I almost wish they did include that uh, that one part where Sonic comes out of the uh, 
under the bed, and like Jim Carrey just screams because <laughs> I would have laughed my ass off so hard. <laughs> he looks like he's going hard. Yeah, he was born the, for this. The force in all of the wide shots. Yeah, they're gone. <laughs> uh. <laughs> they, also, the latte like bit they had in there. Oh my god, it was. So I, th- I think that initial part at the beginning of the ch- second trailer, um, where he's running through Green Hill Zone, is made specifically for that trailer, and I don't know if he's actually in that or not, but we'll see when the movie comes but, out. But I mean, we, we also saw at the end of the, the first trailer that like, he's more looking like Dr. Eggman, and you can see giant mushrooms behind him, so I think he does go to Mobius at some point. Hmm. Did you know that they, um, to get the redesign done, they contacted the guy that yes. made Sonic Mania? Yeah. Yes. Well, not not the guy who made Sonic Mania. They got the guy who made the uh, uh, animations. Oh, right, yeah. Yeah, Tyson Heese. Uh, yeah, he like they brought Tyson Heese in, and he's been making Sonic stuff for years and years. Uh, and he made those like little Sonic Mania adventures. Those oh, little yeah. shorts. Oh, I like those shorts. Yeah. Like they brought him in to like do the redesign. I would, I would okay. I would love to know who on the production side was looking for somebody who knew Sonic enough to come in and like help them with the redesign to find him and like purposefully bring him in. I wonder if that's maybe on Sega's part. I, like, I, I, like I hey, this surprised. guy's been doing animations for us. Maybe just like let Here, him do his info. stuff. <laughs> go go ask if he can do it. And he's probably jumped up. Like this is the year of the. Indie content creators making it big, <laughs> like Toby Fox. Mm-hmm. He's got music into fucking uh, Pokemon and stuff, and like Undertale's in, kind of in Smash. Can, can I still just say fucking Kenny Omega coming out to as as Sam? That's the best. Still the greatest thing. I think Chris needs to see this. Mm-hmm. Have you seen? Uh... A pro wrestler comes out dressed as Sans. I have not seen this. With, yeah, with, with Megalovania playing in the background. with the music. And it's got pyro it's and shit. Smash it's just it? shrugs. I have missed this. <laughs> so, we'll, uh, we'll show you it. It's the Smash version. I'm on yeah. a bit of a social media blackout, so like, I yeah, I definitely missed this. Uh, you know what? We'll end it there. Uh, if people want to send a letter to the Super Fun Podcast, where can they do that, Chris? We have a post box. No, 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 I mean, no. email. Letter, uh, email. God, I'm going to mess this up. <laughs> Let's see. The superfunnetwork at gmail.com. Boom. Mm. Haven't missed a beat. Yes. That's the superfunnetwork at gmail.com. <laughs> That's the superfunnetwork at gmail.com. I really want to just start rattling off your actual house address right now. (laughs) The Superfund Network at gmail.com. Oh, you mean my house address? That is. Why would you do this to yourself? I don't know. You you madman. You're going to be getting um, Kenny Dicks in the mail now. Don't worry, I'm going to kids. (laughs) Now I go to jail. Oh, no. That's the end of the podcast at that it's point. Too bad we don't have a video cam because then we could do a bad unboxing or something like yeah. that. <laughs> That's for the future. Alright, let's get out of here. I gotta go home. <laughs>